Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I'm bringing you today's word for April 26th, 2021. Today is a Monday morning. I love starting off the week with the word from God, setting the tone for the whole week with the word. We open up the word. We crave the word of God more than a baby craves for milk, 1 Peter 2 and 2. We are seeking the word of God, like Job said, more than our necessary food. This is today's word. This is a word that will sustain us for today. So I've been teaching a series entitled Progress on Purpose. I believe that it is important for us as believers to be intentional about our progress. God can say something. God can announce something. God can reveal something to us that is future to us, but past to him. He's already seen it. It's already done. But if we're not intentional about pursuing the things of God, one, we may miss out on it, or two, we may cause unnecessary delays. So God has declared some things for 2021. God has declared new levels that we can level up in every area, in every facet, in every aspect of our lives. That means the grace of God to level up is available. But now you and I, we're not called to live by grace. We're called to live by faith. So the grace life is I release my faith to tap into whatever grace God has enabled and released for this season so that I can maximize this season and get ready for the next. That's how I go from level to level. That's how I go from stage to stage. That's how I maximize all the times and the seasons of my life so that in the end, you and I, we can arrive at God's overall expected end for our lives. If you want progress, you must be intentional. All right. So that said, uh, so this series, Progress on Purpose, I've been teaching it all year. I told you that we will level up in five areas, spiritually, financially, physically, internally, and externally. And as it relates, we've covered the first four. As it relates to externally, I told you that I would cover the three people that you need in your life, discerning when to let some people go, the importance of choosing the right friends, and surrounding yourself with people of like precious faith. So that's where I'm at right now. Surrounding yourself with people of like precious faith. We looked at last week, uh, the story of the Virgin Mary and that was powerful. And I could have, I've could have kept going with that, but I I think I covered enough and the Lord released me today. I want to look at Joseph. Uh, we're going to look at the life of Joseph, what God was doing in the life of Joseph and the rejection that he received because he shared his dream with the wrong people. The title of today's message is beware of dream killers. Look at me, beware of dream killers. Not everyone who is with you is for you. Sometimes it's your family members that will try to kill your dream. Beware of dream killers. Let's talk about it. So in Genesis chapter 37, I'm going to read for you verses one through eight and then verses 18 through 20. I don't normally read this many verses, but I believe is important for today's message. So Genesis 37, one through eight, this is what the Bible says. Jacob stayed and lived in the, the land of Canaan. This is the same land where his father lived. This is the story of Jacob's family. Joseph was a young man, 17 years old. His job was to take care of the sheep and the goats. Joseph did this work with his brothers, the sons of Bilhah and Zilpah. Bilhah and Zilpah were his father's wives. 
Joseph told his father about the bad things that his brothers did to him. He was a tattletator. <laughs> Joseph was born at a time where his father was very old. So Israel, also Jacob, Jacob and Israel, same person, interchangeable. So Jacob or Israel loved him. Oh, here's, this is where there's this, watch this. You could be a, a family of God and still have dysfunction. There could be dysfunction in the family. The Bible says that Jacob loved him more than he loved his other sons. Jacob gave him a special coat. It was a coat of many colors. And when Joseph's brothers saw that their father loved more, Joseph more than he loved them, they hated. Now, this is a strong word, but this is what the Bible says. They hated their brother because of it. They refused to say nice things to him. One time, Joseph had a special dream. Later, he told his brothers about the dream. You can't share your dream with everybody. And then after that, the Bible says his brothers hated him even more. Joseph said, I had a dream and all of us, hey, it was me and you guys. We were working in the field trying to stack wheat, uh, stacks of wheat together. And then my stack got stood up while all of your stacks made a circle around my stack. And then your stacks had to bow down to my stack. The brothers were like, what? Hold on for a minute. You're the youngest dude out here. You think that, we're, that you're supposed to be some kind of king or something and that you're going to rule over us and that we're going to bow down before you? The Bible says his brothers hated him even the more because of the dream. Drop down to verse 18. Joseph's brothers saw him coming from afar away, uh, afar off. So they decided to kill him. They came up with a plan. This is crazy. His own brothers decided to kill him. They said to each other, here comes that dreamer. This is why you got to be aware of dream killers. People will resent you because of your dreams, because of the size of your dreams, because your dreams don't, their dreams can't match your dreams. And so it, it frustrates them that you have the audacity to dream that big. And so here comes that dreamer. They said, come on, now let's kill him and throw him into one of the cisterns. And then we'll tell our father that a ferocious animal devoured him. And then we will see what will become of his dreams. Oh my God. I mean, there's more in here. And I'm going to talk about something that Reuben did later. But I'll just stop there for today. So let me just say this. You can't share your dreams with everybody. You got to be aware of dream killers. So a few things that we can learn. What does this mean for you today? On this Monday morning, I'm going to give you four things. I have a lot to cover this morning, so I'm going to try to do it uh, quickly. Four things to share with you in this morning. I believe uh, you're going to be blessed by these four things. Ready? Open up your heart to receive four things. Number one, here we go. All right. I've told you this before, but I'm, it's worth repeating. So I'm going to repeat it. Look at me. Never flaunt favor. The favor of God is great, but never flaunt it. You need to learn how to embrace favor, the favor of God and remain humble at the same time. It's one thing to receive the favor of God. It's one thing to receive a promise from God. And favor is when, when God raises up people to use their power, their ability, their influence, and their money to help you in ways that you cannot help yourself. When you re receive the promise of God, when you receive the favor of God, and God is raising up people to help you to manifest that dream, you got to be able to handle that favor correctly. Because if you don't handle it correctly, um, it may cause people to, to reject you, to have bitterness and resentment towards you. Joseph was highly favored. That's without question. He had favor with God. He had favor with his father. But because he didn't know how to handle the favor, it caused bitterness and malice and resentment to grow in the hearts of his brothers. So favor should be embraced, but favor should never be flaunted. Furthermore, 
my God, the father, he wasn't helping. He gave Joseph a coat of many colors. <laughs> and so now he's walking around with this coat of many colors like a peacock. And so, so now his brothers hated him even the more. Why? Because he was flaunting that coat and he was flaunting the favor. They hated him. The Bible says that they hated him. So let me just say this about that. When the favor of God goes before you, and you know it's the Lord's doing, and you know that God is opening doors for you that no man can close, and closing doors for you that no man can open, and you know that the spotlight is on you, always take that glory and deflect that glory right back to God. You always, all the glory belongs to God. Never take credit for something that you know God did. And so Joseph was basically acting like he, like all of this was happening because he was good. No, he should have been humble about the fact that all of this was happening because God was good. And so if you deflect the glory right back to God and you let people know that, hey, I am who I am by the grace of God. I don't even know why all of this is happening to me. I obviously don't deserve it, but it's God's grace and God's favor. Then people will be able to connect with you because they can connect with that. They can connect with the fact that, hey, I know you're not that good. And at least you acknowledge the fact that you're not that good. So obviously what's happening in your life is the hand of God. And since you're handling the favor correctly and you're doing it with a spirit of humility, then people will actually connect with you. And the favor of God that's on you can spill over into them. But if you act like all of this is happening because of you, and you act like all of this is happening because you did everything right, and you know it's the favor of God and it's not you, and you're actually taking credit, never take credit for something that God is obviously doing that was not you. And when you start acting like you're taking credit for things that, that you know that you didn't qualify for, everybody else in the room knows that you did not qualify for it either. And so now what's going to happen is that they're going to be bitter towards you. And so, so it will, it, they will reject you. It, it will stir up a, a spirit of rejection in their hearts and they will want to tear you down. So if you want to walk in God's best and maintain good relationships at the same time, especially if God's favor is on you, look, the favor of God is on me. I, I'm a grace case. Like I let everybody know. I don't know how this happened. I'm a Dominican kid from Brooklyn. I was raised on welfare. Isabella was raised with no running water, no electricity. I don't know how this happened. So if this happened is the favor of God, it's the grace of God. And because we like, we acknowledge that it's God and not us, then we can have healthy relationships because other people can see it too. Right. But if we ever got to the point where in the country, they say, well, you smell yourself, right? If you ever got to the point, if I ever got to the point where I thought that all of this was happening because of me, and Isabella got to the point where she thought that all of this was happening because of her, then yet it, that could erode some of the great relationships that we have because at the end of the day, that's not the right attitude. And so, so you should never, the fastest way up in God is down. You humble yourself. If you humble yourself, God will exalt you. But the fastest way down in God is up. If you exalt yourself, God will humble you. I've experienced both and believe me, it's better to humble yourself and let God raise you up than the other way around. Number two, here we go. You cannot share your dream with everyone. You cannot, you just cannot share your dream with everyone. So look, look at me, while you believe in God, for God to do what he said he would do in your life, while you believe in God, to manifest what he already put in your heart. In this season, I already told you that while you're, while you're believing God for the manifestation of the promise, this is a delicate season. It's a delicate season because right while you're waiting on God, while you're believing God in this delicate season is delicate because there's a lot of things going on. You, you go into your prayer closet and you can clearly see what God called you to do while you're in your prayer closet. Oh my God. And you feel like you can see it like God has shown it to you. You feel like it's already done. And then you come out of your prayer closet and you have to deal with 
the realities of this world. And so you're dealing with the fact that it hasn't happened yet, but you believe in God and, and, and you know, in God's heart, it already happened. And for you, it's only a matter of time. And so you're trying to battle thoughts of fear and doubt and unbelief. You're, you're trying to battle every inkling to doubt God in your own mind. And you're at the same time, you have to deal with the normal duties of your life. You have work to do. You got kids to take care of. You got bills to pay and all of that while you're believing God, all of that. So all of that is going on. So what you don't want to do is bring additional pressure upon yourself by being arrogant and being dumb <laughs> and, and by sharing things that God shared with you with the wrong people. Because now you're going to bring on additional rejection, additional opposition that you should not even be facing. So in this series, I already told you that you should only share precious things with precious people. Even when you do so, like even when God says, okay, like you feel like I should share this, make sure you're being led of God. Because even then, be, make sure you're being led of the Holy Spirit. And then even then, how you say it is important. Make sure you maintain a, a, a level of humility and let people know that if this happens, I believe that it's going to happen. But if this happens, it's only God though. I mean, it's the grace of God. Like, girl, I don't even know why. I mean, for real, like, can you imagine if God did this for me? Oh, I believe it's going to happen. But I mean, can you imagine? You know, that's going to be God. As long as you, if you share it with that, with that spirit, that spirit of humility, then people will, will be able to like walk with you and support you and embrace you. But if you ever get the big head and you think it's happening because of you, then that's going to be bad. And then also, if you mess around and share it, if you share it, you should share it with dream makers and not dream killers. And so make sure that you're sharing it with people that are going to be there to support you, which is why you got to surround yourself with people of like precious faith. Share it with people that you know are going to celebrate you. If it does happen, they're going to celebrate you and celebrate what God is doing in your life instead of being jealous and trying to tear you down. Number three, God dreamed about you and you have to protect the dream. Now, let me say this because I wasn't almost, I wasn't going to share this part, but God was like, no, share it. So this is it almost doesn't kind of go in line with what I'm sharing, but it does in a way because you have to acknowledge the fact that one, God dreamed about you. And number two, you got to protect the dream. So think about this for a minute. The God who sits on the circle of the earth, the God who looked at darkness and said light and there was light and he saw the light and it was good. The God who spoke, looked at chaos and, 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 and spoke order, right? The God who spoke to nothing and created something, that same God who created all things. He thinks about you like he dreams about you. He had a dream about Joseph's life and he put his dream in Joseph's dreams. Oh my God. That same God. Guess what? God dreamed about you. God dreamed about you before the world began. God dreamed about you. And now the Holy Spirit comes to reveal to you what God dreamed about you that's prepared for you, but was concealed from you. And now that you're born again, then God reveals things to you. And these things, Ecclesiastes 3 and 11 say that if they become an, a divinely implanted sense of purpose in your heart working through the ages which nothing under the sun but God alone can satisfy you will never be satisfied until you become what God revealed you go into your prayer closet and you see things and God is re revealing things to you about your future and you see yourself doing that and you see yourself doing this and you're like oh my God and you come out of that room and you will never be satisfied until you see that you will never be satisfied until you become what God revealed and so yes this is amazing this is God's dream for your life God gave Joseph the dream when he was 17 but the dream 
dream did not come to pass. They did not bow down before Joseph until he was 39. It took 22 long years. And I believe that some of that delay was caused because he shared his dream with the wrong people. So when God reveals his dream to you, you meditate on it, you medicate on it, you believe it, you receive it, you decree it, you declare it, but you don't share it with everybody. If you share your dream with insecure people, then people who are insecure, instead of supporting your dreams, they will reject you. Why? Because they feel like supporting you means they feel like if I lift him up is making me lower. Why? Because they're insecure. So you got to have people around you that are secure enough to celebrate you, to celebrate the diversities of giftings and callings without jealousy. And unfortunately, some of the people that you can't share your dreams with are your own family members because some of them are insecure. And so, so even them, they got to be people of faith because if they can't handle it, they will feel like lifting you up is tearing them down. And so they won't do it. As a matter of fact, to lift them own, their own selves up, they will tear you down, which is what Joseph's brothers tried to do. All right, number four and finally, last point for today. God can use the opposition. So even when the opposition comes, I want you to know that we serve a God that can still turn it around for your good. Even when the opposition comes, we serve a God that can use the opposition to propel you into your destiny. So one of the things that I love about this story is that once they were, he was in the pit and they, they were getting ready to sell him off and they were, they were even debating, should we kill him and all of that? Reuben came up and Reuben was like, hold on, let's not kill him. You know, let's put him into this well. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to kill him. Let's kind of hold him for a minute. And, and the Bible says, basically Reuben was trying to come up with a plan of how can I get him back home? How can I save him from my other nine brothers who want to kill him? And God did not allow Reuben's plan to succeed. Why? Because at this point it was already too late. At this point, going back home, his destiny was not at home. His destiny was in Egypt. At this point, there were already things in motion. So it was like, no, 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 no. God made sure that Reuben's plan did not work to get him out of the, the trouble because at this point, the trouble was working for him. At this point, everything was going to work out for his good. See, sometimes what's happening to you, you don't even know it. It's happening for you. And so, so yeah, you it's happening to you. Like, God, why is this happening? To well, it's actually happening for you. You don't understand that we serve a God that can take those things and use it for your good. And so sometimes there are people who want to, help you get out of your situation and God won't allow them to because your situation is actually propelling you into your destiny. Your, your situation is actually pushing you into your destiny. Watch this. Sometimes God allows pain. Why? Because the pain will push you into things that you would not go into voluntarily. Let me say that again. The pain will propel you into circumstances and situations that you would never go into voluntarily. Joseph would have never gone to Egypt voluntarily, but he did because his brothers pushed him into it. He would have never fulfilled the dream at home. His dream was in Egypt. He had to get to Egypt and he didn't even know it. What they were doing to him was actually being done for him. So in, in closing, let me just say, say this uh, as I wrap up everything for today. Listen, even if you wind up sharing your dream with the wrong people, even if you feel like you messed up, even if these people wind up coming up against you, even if you feel like you caused a delay, just two things as I close. Number one, you may be delayed, but you will not be denied. If God said it, he will perform it. If he declared it, he will make it good. And number two, God has a way of taking what the enemy meant for evil and turning it, turning it around for your good. We serve a God that can take it and turn it around. And so even now, 
I, I believe that God is turning some things around for you. I'm telling you, don't share, beware of dream killers. Don't share your dream with everyone. But even if you do, even if you mess up, God can still bring it to pass. I want you to lift up your voice as we close out this message. Lift up your voice and boldly declare this over your life. Say, Father, I thank you for favor. You are continually raising up people to use their power, their ability, their influence, and their money to help me in ways that I cannot help myself. Your favor goes before me like a shield. I appreciate your favor, but I do not flaunt it. I remain humble in my prosperity. I know that I am who I am by your grace. The enemy can attack your dream for my life. The attack may even come from my family members. But their poison cannot stop my purpose. I keep pressing. I keep believing. I hold the dream close. I share it with the right people. And I level up my relationships in 2021. Which is why I boldly declare, greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith. In Jesus' name, amen. This is today's word, so please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org and sign up. Don't you want my notes? The notes for today were good. Come on now. Go to todaysword.org, click on the subscribe button, put in your email address. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. So listen, also do me two things as you, as I release you into this day. If this message has been a blessing to you, leave me some comments in the chat. I go back and I read every comment. And then number two, share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline and with your friends. I love you. God loves you more. Share your dreams, but not with dream killers. Have an amazing day. I'll see you tomorrow. God bless you.